0: You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. Jesus, our hearts are thankful that you loved us before you found us. Before we found you, you chose to love us anyway. If you want our hearts this morning, you can have them. We ask that you would take them and shape them into exactly what you would want them to be so that only you would be seen in our hearts. We ask that everything would be removed from our hearts that isn't of you. And let your love fill our hearts and when that love fills our hearts that complete and total restoration and healing would happen because if you're in our heart you'll flow out of our heart you will flow out of every word we speak because out of our mouth comes what's in our hearts. So we ask that you would fill our hearts so that only you would come out of our mouths. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us so well, loving us so strong, loving us so deep. that love that is able to change heart it can break down a wall it can unlock the door to the stronghold that you're facing thanks guys Jordan you're mine if you want to be for now thank you thank you Well, thank God for our worship team. You guys sound amazing as always. It's uh, We're so blessed to have such an amazingly gifted team of musicians and vocalists and sound personnel. Media department, we thank you. I'm so incredibly humbled and honored to be able to share with you this morning. I believe God put a word on my heart. And uh, it actually came yesterday while I was watching the celebration of life for Pastor Glenn, who's gone on to be with Jesus. And I, I, it's almost like God wanted me to, to honor him a little bit. And so I heard so many beautiful testimonies of a man that shaped and changed so many, so many people's lives because he loved well, because he loved Jesus. He loved spending time with his king in whatever manner that he possibly could. And out of that, I began to hear God speak to me about running your race with endurance. It's a it's a powerful, powerful thing because I look at Glenn's life and he had such an impact on so many people and and he was able to run his race with endurance. There were so many things that were thrown his way But yet, he still pushed through and he didn't lose heart and he still kept his eyes fixed on Jesus, the one that he loved. And so out of all of those beautiful words and memories that people shared, all of a sudden, and and it was kind of funny because I was actually having a lot of problems hearing God tell me what I was supposed to say this morning and then all of a sudden it just dropped like a bomb in my spirit that there are a few things that we can do that will help us run our race with endurance and so that's where I want to go this morning and I just want to take two minutes and pray and just ask God to show up and He's he's so faithful. He, He will show up. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would use my words. Take over my mouth. Take over my brain. So that only your words would come out of my mouth. I ask that you would bind my thoughts to your thoughts, my words to your words, that would, they would be one and the same. Holy Spirit, I ask for guidance. That as I speak, Holy Spirit, I ask that the anointing that breaks yokes would be on the words that I speak. That they wouldn't be my words, that they would be yours. And that through it all, you would have all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, we just invite you here. Invite you into every home, to every person that's tuned in right now. That whatever they came to you this morning looking for, that they found it. That they're experiencing you in a deeper and a greater way today. That they would just feel your love encompass them right now. And that the peace of God would settle in the room. That your very nature would settle in every single room that's listening to this right now. That it would be tangible. In Jesus' name, amen. So. All right, I'm going to need you big time, Holy Spirit, because I got a lot of words on pages and uh, roughly 20 minutes to get through it. So, which is not normal for me. I don't normally have a lot of notes. Um, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 is going to be my main scriptures. I am excited because these are probably my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible. I. I find myself there a lot I, I, God speaks to me a lot about them um, so I'll give you a little bit of context Hebrews chapter 11 is basically the hall of fame of all of our faith heroes it goes through them talking about how they were able to see God through everything that they went through and it caused them to be heroes in our world and so after all of those stories are given. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 picks it up and it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I mean, what a passage. So, in this passage, it, it, the, the part where it says, we, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, This is actually talking about all of the people that he was just talking about, that Paul was writing about in chapter 11. That they're actually a blueprint for us to be able to follow so that we can run our race with endurance. That's what this is actually talking about. So so since we have the example of Abraham Of Joseph, of David, of Solomon, of Isaiah, whoever you can think of. Since we have the example of Jesus, we can run the race with endurance. How? By keeping our eyes fixed on him. When we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, we will be able to run and not grow weary. We will be able to endure the problems we face. And we will endure them well. So, this, this is, I'm summing this up. I'm gonna paraphrase this verse because this is, since we have so many great examples to follow, Let's not get trapped by the habits we have the tendency to fall into. But fix our eyes on Jesus and run with the vision God has given us or to the prophecies that God has spoken over us. Jesus, even though he knew what had to happen to him on the cross, he saw what the result was. And he did it anyways. And forever is seated with his Father. He started this faith and he finished this faith. He fixed his eyes on the promise of the Father. He fixed his eyes on his reward. That's so good. He saw what would happen to him. He saw what it would cause and he did it anyway. It As I was preparing, I was kind of going between two things of what I was gonna share. But it's funny because God showed me how to work it into this. (laughs) So in Matthew chapter four, Jesus had just been baptized and he went into the wilderness. And that's when he immediately went into temptation. After he fasted for 40 days, the devil came at him like a ton of bricks because Jesus was at his naturally weakest state, okay? Even in his weakest state, he was able to hear what the father was saying. And every time the devil tried to bring something against him, because of Jesus being so intimately connected to his father, he was able to to be sustained by the words that came out of God's mouth. He lived the scripture that he quoted back to the devil every single time. The devil knew he was hungry, so he tried to tempt him with food. Jesus just simply answered, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. See, Jesus was able to run his race because he was so intimately connected with the Father. He was able to get through because he was sustained. He lived by the words that came out of his Father's mouth. When his Father spoke, he listened and acted immediately because him and the Father were one. And so the first way that I believe that God showed me to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus is by spending time with Him. Spending time in the secret place. Talking to Him. Praying. Worshipping. And just being with Him. Being intentional about taking a chunk of time in your day and just being with Him. I mean, I think we've all heard the quote that we become like who we spend the most time with. So, as we spend more and more time with Jesus, we will be able to become like Him more and more. Because that's what a Christian is it's someone who is Christ like. So my scripture to that God showed me for this is 1 John chapter 4 verses 16 to 18. And it says So wait, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And who I, Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, also so are we in the world. I'm going to stop there, and then I'll read verse 18 after. So, these scriptures talk about how when we discover how much God loves us. And God loves us so much. He gave up his son. He paid the highest price for us. His only son, he just gave him for us because he wanted to spend forever with us. That's how much he loved us. So when we discover this, and we abide in that, we're actually abiding in God because God is love. And so when we abide in him and abide in his love, it actually begins to perfect us. And if we let love perfect us, it will cause us to be able to run. Because we will know that God is with us every step of the way. In verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected by love, in love. And so, fear will always try to stop you from running. It will always try to stop you in your tracks. But when we abide in his love, his perfect love, it will cast out that fear and it will enable us to be able to run again. So by spending time with God the Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, intentionally and abiding with them they will sustain us because we will be able to hear what they're saying by having a conversation with them by listening opening up our ears and just sitting and listening in the quiet to hear what they're speaking to us those are the things that are going to cause us to be able to keep going forward because His words only speak life to us. So that when we walk in the middle of a problem, we have Holy Spirit who is able to take the time and speak us through that problem. Because we will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So by spending time with Him, we learn we to hear that sound. We learn to hear the sound of His voice. Which enables us to be able to get through all the things that come against us. And be able to run our race because we're focused on Him. Wow. What an amazing... Amazing friend, comforter, helper that we have in Holy Spirit. He, he is our best friend. He never leaves us hanging in the moment, He is always there to walk us through any situation that we will come against. So on top of that, Holy Spirit will always point us to Jesus. That's what he can that's, that's what he does. The Holy Spirit speaks to our hearts before we're saved and we then by faith confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So from the moment you chose to be a Christian, that was the Holy Spirit beginning to speak to you. He prompted your heart. And so he'll point us to Jesus and he'll constantly be pointing us to Jesus. And we get to be loved by the creator of the universe. That alone is enough to sustain us knowing that even though we would have all kinds of things that we would have to go through, that we were imperfect people, he loved us more than our words can express. He loved us even though we would make mistakes. He loved us beyond our comprehension because He wanted to spend time with us. So it it seems fitting that God would show me that this is one of the ways we can run the race with endurance because He sent His Son so that He could spend forever with us. He's so amazing. And as we spend time with him, we will become so close to him. He will become so close to us. It actually says in James, and I'm going to read some more in James later, but it actually says in James that we're, we're to draw close to God. And in doing that, we actually resist the devil and the devil flees from us because he knows that people who are close to their father, who are close to Jesus, who are close to Holy Spirit, they're untouchable. It doesn't mean that things won't try to come, but that love will protect us. That love will sustain us. That love will see us through and cause us to not be able to be held back by the circumstances of life. Okay, so the second thing that we can do, and there's so many things, I mean, I I could have done six, but considering I have five minutes left, I'm only on number two, I definitely would not have had enough time. Um, So I'm gonna go through these two quick. The second thing that we can do is learn to turn to Him first because trials are going to come. James chapter one, verse two, it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of very various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, or in, in other translations, it says patience, or endurance. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generally to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. So when we run to him in those times of trial, we will actually create a habit of breakthrough. Because he is the one that gives us the victory. He shows us, when we ask for wisdom, he gives us wisdom generally, which generously, which means he gives us more than we need to face the situations that we face. It says, let him ask for wisdom, and it will be given generously and without reproach, so he's not gonna get mad when we run to him and ask him for wisdom. And in doing that, steadfastness or patience, my Bible actually says, perfect. It will perfect us. So steadfastness is being able to stand in the middle of the storm. It's holding true to the foundation that your life is built on. That is something that is going to help you run your race. That's gonna help me run my race with endurance because I'm looking to him. My eyes are fixed on him and I'm asking him what I should do. So he's gonna provide the roadmap for me to be able to navigate through the trials that are going to come. He said they're gonna come. Those words are written in red. He said that trials will come. So we need to get in the habit of running to Him first. Especially in these days. There's so much noise, there's so much chatter, there's so much distraction going on around us that it could draw our eyes away and cause us to go off path. So if we get in the habit of running to Him and asking Him to show us the way, we're gonna be able to run the race that He has set before us. His word will be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. That's who He is. He wants to see us get to the finish line. So it's fitting that if we go to him first and ask for the wisdom to get through life, that he would show us the way. It's like, uh uh-oh, I'm in a mess again. Turn to Jesus. Oh no, this payment needs to be made. Turn to Jesus, he will provide. He will supply all our needs. Uh-oh, I'm not feeling well, or I've been diagnosed with diabetes or cancer or some other health issue. Turn to Jesus, he's our healer. I think you get the point. Whatever, I, I mean, I, I kind of get the point. It's, God's trying to show us that whatever comes our way, If we just turn and look at him and ask for the answer, he will give it to us. He will give it to us. There's a scripture that I I, I had to kind of tie that together. It's Philippians 4, chapter 6, or (laughs) Philippians 4, verse 6 to 8. You guys all know it well. I'll just read it quick. And do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if we have an attitude of gratitude, as Pastor Glenn would say, as he said it so many times, as we have an attitude of gratitude, the peace of God... we run to him with prayers and plead with him the peace of god comes in and is able to surpass what's going on in our brain because sometimes this thing up here doesn't catch up with this thing in our chest sometimes this thing tries to lead our heart astray but if your heart is steadfast in him your brain won't win the battle because your spirit will control what your mind does. Okay, last one. The last thing that I believe that God showed me is to make sure that we take the time to rest in Him. To live from a place of rest. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 30 says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So there's so many things that that we go through in life that we're not designed. I don't think there's anything in life that is contrary to his will that we're designed to carry on our own I believe that that what he's saying here is is come to me learn how I do things learn my way and I'll help you shoulder the load I'll give you rest so that you don't get weary, so that you don't get bogged down with all the things that you have to go through in your life. Come to me and I'll grab the other side and I'll help you carry this. Because that's who he is. That's how he wants to be involved in our lives, in every single way and that As he begins to help us carry, we're not going to have to walk dragging the things that we're going through behind us. We're going to be able to run because we have the one who conquered all of the problems running with us. I mean, he's so amazing. He cares so much that He would come and carry the other handle on what you're trying to carry on your own. And as we rest in Him, our eyes are going to be on Him. like I can hear him saying to you and to me. Here, let me help you carry this. Just rest in me. Oh. As you hear those words, let that rest hit you now. That's, that's the peace of God that just hit you. That's his rest that just hit you. I know this is hard for you to carry. It's heavy. Let me grab the other side. That's what he's saying to you right now. Hey, try it this way. Watch how I do it. I just want you to succeed. Rest in me. You don't have to labor. You don't have to struggle through. Just give it to him and he will he will help you carry it. And we will be able to run our race and run it well and love well and be less anxious in doing it because I know a lot of times in my life I tend to get myself into problems sometimes. And if I'm just, take a step back before I react and go to him, he will show me how to get out of it. It's an amazing promise that we have. So I guess what I'm saying, and I'm going to close with this, so Joel, you can come. when we run our race and keep our eyes on Jesus, we're choosing to fall in love with Him over again. And then tomorrow when we wake up, fall in love with Him again. And the next day, and the next day, and in those moments of falling in love with Him, we will have the intimate moments with Him. And we'll be able to walk right through the storms we face because he'll be right there with us. He'll be so close to us that it's like we're face to face with him. And that when he breathes out, you're breathing in his breath of life and it will sustain you through. So I just wanna bless you this morning. And I want you to know that there is never a day, that there is never a time where you have to walk through what you're going through alone. He's right there beside you. And as you fix your eyes on him, as you walk hand in hand with him, he will sustain you and you will be able to run your race with endurance and you will see the finish line where our Father says to us, well done. Well done, good and faithful, sir. Amen. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.